Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Gatwato. I am your host, Alton. With me, as always, is Reese. Hello. And Kay. Howdy, partner. And we have spent our long time in the, the podcasting wastes, gathering strange tidbits and disturbing artifacts with strange powers. Um... A much like Roadside Picnic. I thought we had reached the end of gamer history several years ago. Me too. But <laughs> I, I am discovering that Greek gamers are more relevant than ever. Um, I got some insane conspiracy theories that I might not reveal in this episode, but uh, will inform my rants as we go forward. And uh, and I'm excited. Um, we people are real crazy. I want to talk about it. I like that concept, Reese. I feel like, like around 2020, we should have just put out a book that says the end of gamer history. Oh my god! Well, there's several events that occurred that made me think. Is just being like, how is gaming gonna matter mm -hmm. in a world ravaged by COVID? But um, now I, I am just convinced that their gaming is intertwined with the threads of fate. They're they're entangled. And we're going believe, down together. Yeah, I think that's wow. that's deep, Reese. I think that yeah. that's correct too. All right, let's get into it. Um, as we we may be hinting at, uh, there was a long break on the podcast, mostly so that uh, me and Kay could finish our finals, like because we have lives and stuff. Whoa. Yeah, yeah I, had, I personally <laughs> had nothing going on. Yeah, Reese. Reese was recovering in the back to tanks <laughs> from a long fight with a Sarlacc. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I just, I was I don't know, you know, don't don't put your dick there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now since we've been gone so long, we've got like a, just a shit ton of stuff to get through. So without any further ado, let's get fucking started. Let's talk about Square Enix. Because recently, they've been in the news. They've basically sold off Tomb Raider. They've sold off like the they've sold off the studios that were working on Tomb Raider, the ones that were doing um, Deus Ex, uh, Thief. They've they've also sold off the rights to that to Embracer yeah. Group. And let's let's just get straight into this uh, the story. We've got a couple of articles that we can read from. So this is, comes to us from Kotaku. NFT market collapses just as Square Enix sells Tomb Raider to bet big on blockchain. Yes. By John Walker. So, yeah, literally like a couple days after it was announced that they were selling all this shit and they, were, they said that they were doing it to like double down on fucking like NFT garbage. The, this yeah. NFT like market like fucking collapse like 80 percent drop you know what no one could have predicted that a market based on imaginary ownership of infinitely duplicatable jpeg images might not be end game long term sustainable as the wall street journal reported the nft market is quote flatlining down 92 percent from last september now we're seeing a far wider crypto crash with 200 billion recently wiped out which makes it the most incredible time for Japanese publisher Square Enix, famed for properties like Final Fantasy, to sell off most of their western-facing IPs and studios to gamble on the batch hit scheme. 
Recently, we learned that Square Enix is intending to sell Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal to the monolithic The Embracer Group, along with IPs for games like Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, Thief, and Legacy of Cain. Why? Because to quote Squeenix, the transaction enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. Which is to say, its previously announced desire to milk the NFT slash blockchain market. Now, in a new announcement, Square Enix has declared its intention to open up some new studios, presumably in or near Japan, but we've reached out to check. But, at the same time, have doubled down on their stated intentions to invest in this so-called blockchain. In the statements tweeted by Axios, Steven Totilo, they included... Accelerate launch and monetization of new businesses by moving forward with investments in focus fields, uh, parentheses, blockchain, AI, and the cloud. This comes despite even more bad news regarding the plummeting values of cryptocurrencies in the last few weeks. So, yeah, I think that that gives enough of an overview. They've dropped down by 92% in sales, uh, but... There's also a drop of active wallets, quote-unquote, by 88% since November. Jeez. And so... I mean, it was a fad, you know, like... It's not just a fad, it's, like, pretty much, like, directly a Ponzi scheme. Like, the, f yeah. the fact that, like, 88% of wallets have, like, dropped since November is telling me that um, people, the, the people in charge of these things are are pulling the rug though a lot of those accounts were basically bots that would sell mm. like nfts back to each other like owned by the same person so that they could artificially inflate the value yeah yeah i, I feel like the short period of like actual people coming mm -hmm. into it is long since ended is, is just what i meant like mm -hmm. everyone who's going to be tricked was probably tricked in the first month or so <laughs> Yeah, and yet, despite that, uh, Square Enix has, has been rooked into trying to invest into this field. It doesn't say, I don't think it says in the article, but I saw another article that just mentioned that like the, the amount they actually sold these, these studios off for uh, and properties off for was like weirdly low. Like they just tossed them seemingly to the first bidder so that they could jump on this NFT thing as quick as fucking yeah. possible. It is weirdly low, um, but something to be kept in mind is that uh, these studios also have like a lot of overhead uh, mm -hmm. that comes with it. So they're also, it makes more sense in a business uh, way because they don't, they no longer have to spend however much it costs to run all these Western studios they don't respect. It's, it's mm -hmm. still a pretty like silly, like, well, we just don't get Tomb Raider, so we're gonna trade it for monkeys. But it, <laughs> it, it's the end of a long history of them having no idea what to do with their studios in the West. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. this is coming after a history of Square Enix basically dumping all this money into their AAA production of properties like Tomb Raider. And then it's selling several million copies and them saying, oh, that was so disappointing. We wanted 7 million copies sold instead of the Ugh. paltry 5 million we got. And so, yeah. honestly, this has been a problem of... This has been a problem of Square Enix essentially setting its expectations way, way too high 
even though you know a lot of these games have been critically successful like a lot of the new tomb raider games have been rated highly even like the DSX I, I would games not say highly. deservedly to be honest with mm-hmm. you but well yeah but i mean <laughs> i like rise of the tomb raider personally um but i certainly would not you know fight for it as one of the classics or anything <laughs> i mean they're solid games it's just that they keep expecting these sort of single player narrative games i guess to just fucking perform like it's call of duty or something yeah and and so it's it's really square enix's own fault um you know i think if anyone wants an overview of like the technical dimensions of this yeah, gameindustry.biz did a really good podcast episode overview on how you know it is basically a response to Square Enix basically mismanaging these companies, I would say. It really seems like Square just fucking hates these companies more than anything. It just definitely seems like that you get emails from the parent company uh, from... And it's just like, oh, dear, uh, dear Idos, uh, it's okay that you're dog shit. Uh, we here in Japan forgive the weak and the mm. foul and the corrupt. And it just really feels <laughs> like they, the, the, they, no matter what they could do, it was always just like, even their biggest hits. One of those Tomb Raiders sold a lot and they were just like, I don't know, still. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know if that's the, ad, that's the reason, but it, it, it felt like they, they just had no idea what to do with this diversification they made who knows how many years ago. Um, yeah. and, and it's funny that they just pawned it for heroin, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking stripping the wires out of the wall to buy more NFTs. Yeah, Embracer's gonna come in to the, their new fucking studio and everything, and like, uh, there's no fucking copper in the walls. They're all, mm-hmm. like, fucking <laughs> big holes in the wall. Uh, I am just excited that maybe Thief and Deus Ex will uh, get the love they deserve. Maybe. Someone will be like, oh, these beloved friends, maybe this will make money to make a game uh, out mm-hmm. of this, perhaps. I don't think there's been a Thief game since, like, the shitty one. <laughs> like, the 2012-13 vert one. Oh. Yeah, and that was that was so bad. I played that for like thirty minutes, and I, ooh, even yeah. Thief Three is not much of a thief experience. Um, you have to go way back for mm-hmm. what I would call real thief, but still, I think, I think the potential the potential for a good thief game is there. I just need one of these mm. goddamn animals to know, <laughs> act <right>? upon it. <laughs> Nobody wants to make stealth games that, unless you can shoot. People, unless it's like an RPG that has like stealth mechanics, that's like yeah. the only thing we get, and that's not really trust a stealth people, game, you know. Like, yeah, trust people to want to play the fucking game. People played Thief. People will play. Yeah, it. people will play it. There's more news from that. So one thing I wanted to point out: um, we mentioned the letter from earlier. I think we talked about it in an earlier episode. Yeah, Square Enix, President Penn's New Year's letter all about NFTs, blockchain, the metaverse, and more. So Square Enix, basically, their New Year's resolution was like, we're going to do more blockchain. Um, And now they fucking sold off all their fucking Western IPs to Embracer Group. Like we said, basically just selling (laughs) selling all this, like, beloved franchises for heroin. I think that's a great way to put it. Big dub for Embracer Group, though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Embracer Group, uh, yeah, they they must be pretty happy with that. That's like a, that's a steal, you know. Yeah. 
300 million is a lot of money, but like not if you're buying like multiple development companies and several like multi-million dollar IPs. Oh yeah, they'll make that back 100%. But I think just for comparison, the acquisition of Gearbox Studios was like 1.2 billion dollars. You know, some of that's oh, wow. tied up in stocks and uh, has uh, performance goals they need to meet. But still, even with that, it's still like twice as much as like all this shit. All right. So moving on. Reese has shared this uh, article. Uh, would you do us the honor of re reading um, this article from PC Games N? Warzone XP farm discovered in King Kong's testicles. Judging from the ads that run in popular podcasts, it seems clear that personal grooming is something we all need to be more diligent about. That goes at least double for King Kong, who's been tearing it up with Godzilla during Call of Duty Warzone's Operation Monarch. Fortunately, a brave player has worked out how to do some necessary pruning on Kong's family jewels and earn a big pile of Warzone XP for the Battle Royale game to boot. Redditor Mondo Christmas posted a video of the stunt to the Warzone subreddit. The clip shows King Kong's large, hairy legs with an attack helicopter cautiously hovering between them. The chopper's rotor blades are wide enough just to graze Kong's inner thighs, and each time one makes contact, the pilot earns Warzone XP. Oh my god. Uh, and so this isn't exactly the easiest thing to do, uh, uh, and Kong will eventually... Uh, I don't know, knock you out of the sky with his nuts, but oh my God. I don't know. Just I, I I just love just love gaming, you know. Is this what gaming video games beautiful. are now? Is this shaving? I I think that a game where you have to shave King Kong's nutsack with a helicopter blades would be a big hit. Yeah, I think they sh it should revolve entirely around that. That needs more mechanics. I think. I think everyone's tired of battle royales. You know what I mean? They were cool like uh, a hot minute in like 2014 but everyone's yeah everyone's seen what they do and we're all we all want we all want something new we want to we all want fulfilling. a vr game uh-huh where you are just a giant right and you are shaving king kong's nuts delicately with a helicopter blade <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah i think that that's what the people want you know, uh, clearly, Call of Duty players are tired of playing the game. They want to shave some... I think that this is somebody's very specific fetish. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Yeah, mine. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone's <laughs> seeming pretty grim here. Uh, mm -hmm. But a little peek to what's going on for 99% of the gaming population, what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, as everyone probably fucking knows, there's something going on in Ukraine that, uh... Um, really? Yeah, and so, oh. we have, unfortunately, just by somehow, enough gaming news coming out about the war in Ukraine, uh, we now have a segment about it, so, uh, cue the music. Ukraine, watch! <laughs> <laughs> In breaking news, a Russian court in February sentenced three Siberian teenagers for terrorism for planning to blow up a Minecraft replica of the FSB headquarters. 
the boys were charged with undergoing training for the purposes of carrying out terrorist activities. So this is wonderful for the main reason that in Minecraft, I don't think it's much of a thing anymore. It used to be like a, a big, uh, a big meme. People would say, oh, ho, ho, in Minecraft, whenever they were being cheeky little scamps and saying that they were going to threaten bodily harm to politicians. <laughs> And these these mad lads actually did it in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Excuse me a second. I just need to delete my Minecraft perfect <laughs> replica of Nancy Pelosi's home. <laughs> um. Well, I I think that uh, apparently yeah. these people really were actually intending to attack the the FSB building. Uh, at least uh, according to this article. They were making bombs, uh, but unrelated, yeah. <laughs> unrelated activity. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is like the first time I think I've seen somebody actually get arrested for doing for doing it in Minecraft. So watch out, everyone. You know, keep yourself yeah, safe. Exactly. Um, in related news, the I think the White House released like a full scale replica of of the Oval Office. Um, that's like an FBI honeypot, so what, I, anyone who downloads that, just be cautious. It's totally, I 100% believe it's spying on you. If you even think about putting, like, a TNT block in that shit, like... <laughs> kicking down your door immediately. Kicking down your door immediately, being like, okay, you're going to jail for game crime. Oh my god. That's going to be Gamergate 2. It's going to be over the first people, Finally. Uh, the first Americans arrested for game crimes. <laughs> I, I think that one of my favorite trends in um, gaming in like 2015 was, or maybe 2016, was how I was like, is this the next Gamergate? Um, and they, every single one of those has proven to be completely wrong, but this one will be. And I stand by that. Yeah, I can't believe that I can't believe Anita Sarkeesian made me put explosives in the Minecraft Oval Office uh, model and then get busted yeah. by the FBI. Mm -hmm. Radicalized by feminist frequency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Can you imagine? Create a perfect replica of Nancy Pelosi's ice cream freezer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I cannot imagine like Feminist frequency, it's just like, you would think that it was like somehow the most radical, just out there, fucking like, powerful theory that you've ever fucking heard. And then you go and watch like one of the videos and sort of like basic feminism 101 type shit, like liberal yeah. feminism. And people were acting like this is going to fucking destroy gaming. Like... What if the protagonist wasn't a huge misogynist? Okay. That's fucked. How could you even suggest that? I mean, this it was really the this total calcification of like a, a weirdly insular kind of right wing subculture that couldn't handle anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, it spilled out into people who, you know, called Joe Biden a communist. You know, Pretty to much, them, yeah. she was radical because they their brains were absolutely fucking tapioca mm -hmm. long before they ever heard of her uh, and they just couldn't handle it uh, i mean agreed i feel like one of the things that we've just reiterated over and over on this podcast is that it, it seems as though everyone would consider games art but as soon as they're like 
criticized or analyzed in a way that's would actually you would do for any other art form uh, a certain segment of the population just loses them yeah like intense artistic criticism like how many uh characters in elden ring show feet mm -hmm. you know uh, I, I they can't consider, handle it i consider the anedia sarkeesian response uh you know and all, all of that with with gamergate to be more of a symptom of early onset posting um as much as it is uh you know the root <laughs> misogyny uh that is involved in you know so much of what we love in gaming um it, it is just people who are too online just deciding that a woman mm -hmm. is in the way. And then it just gets, if you look at any particular person who was into Gamergate at that time, and it's just like each one has their own set of insane, like, grudges they were trying to work out. Uh, and, you know, usually, you know, women in general was one of them so there was a lot of yeah. agreement but it's just i don't know it's, it's just a frenzy just a posting uh disease frenzy Agreed. <laughs> can i just say i love the term early onset posting i went to my doctor and got diagnosed with that yeah and he said thank god that i caught it early otherwise you would have started a podcast We've we've seen a couple people currently in late stage uh, posting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're in hospice care now. It's winding down. Symptoms of late stage posting disease may include ranting about cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I introduce our next uh, article? We have many more articles concerning the the war in Ukraine, and yeah. leading us into this is. Chief Pokemon Go to the Polls correspondent, K. K, back to you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I initially said this segment was Ukraine Watch, but it's increasingly becoming Russia Watch because mm -hmm. uh, Putin has been defeated. The war is over, and I'll tell you why. Pokemon Go will soon be unplayable in Russia. Oh my god. This is a blow to yeah, Russian nationalism. <laughs> to the oligarchs, to... Uh, scary Slavic peoples mm. who, um, you know, German NATO advisors like uh, Florence Gobber <laughs> should remind us, you know, might seem white, but no, 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 don't get confused. Those are, those are, those are just people fucking, of the East. Just fucking, yeah, just fucking like NATO advisors being like, you see the Slav has a dent in their skull that causes them <laughs> to form Mongol hordes. <laughs> exactly. Um, so developer Niantic uh, has announced that they're they're just shutting it down, um, and I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do in Russia without the most important game of a generation. This is the fucking funniest part of the article, in my opinion. Uh, quote: We stand with the global community in hoping for peace and a rapid resolution to the violence and suffering in Ukraine. Niantic said in a tweeted announcement last Thursday night. <laughs> so they've done it people they've stopped yeah. the war russia cannot I, continue without their pokeballs i love the way the article contextualizes it right before it it says um pokemon go developer niantic has become the latest company to answer ukraine's call to cut off russia by stopping downloads of its games in the country like this is instrumental to to the war effort <laughs> like how does how does that help um, exactly. I've seen so many fucking things like that. Like, I, there was one, I'm trying to remember what company it was, but like, there's been just an insane, like, boycotting of uh, Russia 
in general by companies that are just sort of like, okay. Yeah, I mean, like Etsy um, locked out all Russian buyers, so loads of people who are like running businesses on mm -hmm. it just got fucking nuked. Like all of this response, Putin is not affected. The the government of Russia, for the most part, is not that heavily affected. It's just fucking with random people, pretty much. Um, which is collective punishment, uh, which is illegal. You're not supposed to do that, but we love to do it whenever anyone misbehaves. That's why we yeah. sanction every country we can in mm -hmm. a way that specifically fucks with like the average person not the state so mm. that's great i was just gonna say there's another bit in this article i thought was fucking awesome um epic games was explicit in making this distinction saying that while it's stopping commerce with russia it is not blocking access for the same reason other communication tools remain online the free world should keep all lines of dialogue open. Thus, God. Russian players <laughs> can still enjoy Fortnite. Oh, oh hell yes. God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Even though hope. they can't buy in-game items or win cash prizes in Fortnite tournaments. Wow. Yeah, but they can, they can still play it. Uh, and that's why Ru that Russia's going to win the war, because they've got, the, they've got, they've all got their, their little... super soldiers training mm -hmm. in Fortnite. They've got all their little Russian tweens, yeah, just in the fucking <laughs> the simulations of uh, Fortnite. It's like fucking going into a war zone and constructing like a 30-foot tall wooden fence in response to taking fire from a hill or something. Yeah. Goddamn. This That's is, great. Th this is so stupid. I, I wish I could remember what other companies have been doing the whole boycott Russia thing. Um, yeah. It's been pretty widespread. Yeah. I bet those people who are mad at Epic Games for letting Russians continue to play Fortnite. Absolutely. I bet. I, I bet that somebody's furious at Epic. They, I mean, Epic can literally give you a free game and some people will be furious at them for not being steam basically yeah i mean we discussed the whole thing with like how epics you know how their whole shit works their whole deal with making their own storefront and spending just like absolutely insane amounts of cash just to build market share uh but you know the flip side to russia being boycotted by every single company in the west is that now some companies are starting to sponsor. Unfortunately, uh, this uh, is not real, oh. as I have discovered. Oh, I wish, you I wish my it life. was real. You've ruined this episode. I'm leaving. I am. I am so <laughs> sorry. I believe me. That's that's why I've been silent for the past five minutes. I've just been processing emotionally. Oh uh, my God. Okay. How well, up it is. this is the most fucked up thing I've learned since the fact that the suit does not jack Master Chief off. Is that, what? Uh, apparently, this is a fake tweet. Uh, <laughs> G Fuel is not partnered with Zelensky. They should, though. They, I want yeah, them to. G Fuel, come on. You got to do it for, the, for, for Ukraine. Come on. You have to do this so that we can have a bit on our podcast where we make fun of you. Fucking do it. Send yeah, Zelensky if... and all, like, the Azov battalion. <laughs> Just like the fucking PewDiePie fucking fuel. Just get them, like, get them doing it like fucking Panzerschakalada from World War Two. That's right. Yeah. Keeping the keeping our our favorite neo-Nazi volunteer battalion up and alert, as you know. 
Absolutely. I, I want to see a dude with like a massive black sun tattoo on his face, just mm -hmm. slamming a G fuel. I want to see them. He's vigilant for. I want to see like, yeah, a guy with like 1488, like tattooed on his face, just slamming <laughs> back like a Sonic's peach ring. Uh, can. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sour blue chug rug, I think, is the uh, flavor of the Azoth Battalion. You think so? I feel yeah, like at least some of them gotta have like you gotta mix it up. You gotta have like the PewDiePie one. You gotta have the face. Well, I mean, one, listen, hype sauce. Hype sauce is the Coca Cola G Fuel. Hype sauce all over the place. Right. Um, a tub of hype sauce uh, with every uh, Iron Cross that's uh, developed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm receiving a message from the sponsor of this episode. Uh, drink G Fuel. Uh, right. Defending Ukraine from Judeo-Bolshevik invasion since 1917. Yes, uh, I would like a tub of... All oh, these sound disgusting off the top of my head. Oh, I want, the, of course, Morbius Plasma. Oh, oh my god, god, they got the Morb? They, they got they the fucking morb? morb? Yeah, so unfortunately, <laughs> the Zelensky one's fake, the Morbius one is real. Yeah. Um, it's just for the fucking memes. They're just like, oh, what's trending? Oh, idiots are making jokes about Morbius. Let's do it. Oh, it's Morbin is... time. Let's go. Maybe I'm just old. I don't understand the kids anymore. I don't understand the Morb thing. I'm just like, why are you trying to get people to watch a bad movie? They're not. The joke is that nobody watched it. Oh, okay. And, like, the joke is that it's awful and no one cared. So it's, it's pretending that we're all being like, yeah, Morbius. They're um, they're trying but that's to gonna meme... make them make a sequel. Well, that's a, that's the point. They're trying to meme uh, whoever Marvel into making a sequel mm -hmm. um, that nobody wants. So <laughs> it'll it'll lose ten billion dollars on top of however many billions Morbius One is losing. So Excellent. Zoomers are doing psychological operations against. Uh, I think Sony owns it. Yes, Zoomers are learning how to do false flags again. That rules. Against corporations to get <laughs> right. them to waste money. Let's go, kids. All right. I think that that's pretty. That's pretty based. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh that's the end of our our Russia and Ukraine news segment. Fortunately, but <laughs> Ukraine we, watch. Yeah, Ukraine watch over. There will be no more news from that front. No ever. more news. There's not news complete from Ukraine. News complete yeah. from Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so our next segment is, of course, the cringe binge. Salt mines slash cringe binge? I'm not sure how to qualify this, but... The cringe mines. Just to, like, prepare everyone's, like, mentally for this, in the interim between our last episode and now, Elon Musk has posted something stupid, Jeremy Hambly has posted something stupid, a.k.a. the quartering, and Ian Miles Chong has posted something incredibly stupid. If you can believe that. If you can believe that. Um, so we have just like a fucking smorgasbord of ridiculous shitty takes. Joker, Penguin, and Two-Face? <laughs> <laughs> Is E. Miles Chong Two-Face? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had part of his face eaten off by ants. Um, <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into this first one. Reese, you give us an over. Read this tweet to us. Okay, Elon Musk posted in reply to Dad Murdos 
screenshots of his build. Equip load will be lower if fast roll is needed. And he's got the katana, the, the wussy katana, is my mm. understanding. Uh, <laughs> two shields that are basically do the same thing and don't seem to be augmented in any way to show maybe they have different skills. Um, just uh, overcap on intelligence. Um, doesn't seem to really understand uh, endurance at all. Um, I don't, the switching the roles thing is not, I, I don't know. It just seems like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And he doesn't have healing items equipped. So yeah. I'm going to say uh, this is his character and this is what he does instead of working. He's just like, oh, no one wants to work anymore. And then he plays uh, Elden Ring badly for like 20 hours um, <laughs> and then just like summons people to like beat the bosses for him. Oh my god. This is an incredible build. Uh, I, I have a take on it, if, if you don't mind. Yeah. One of the things I think is incredible is like, okay, so yeah, obviously he's got a staff and like two different swords that, that he can switch between. Like he's got the katana. I think that's um, that's Richard's rapier. And it just, I don't know why you would have two different shields equipped. Like the combined weight of the two, you could just get like a tower shield and get better defense than either of them <laughs> and then like his fucking armors is insane so it was like his his chest arms and legs are radon's set which are like super high defense super high uh impact or poise rather and then he's got like the fucking like the double face uh glintstone crown which i believe makes you take it increased damage yeah but he's got the sore seal, which increases your stats and fucking makes you take more damage. And he's only got 31 vigor at like level 111. So this is like graceful level vigor. Incredibly, even though he's got like all this armor, incredibly squishy build that for whatever reason he's decided needs to have like fucking heavy armor and two shields. Thing is, is that I, I don't want to. I really don't want to build shame anybody. Um, you know, if you're making your way through Elden Ring and you've got something going on that's working for you, I respect that 100%. But this man wants me to be his bed slave on Mars <laughs> because he is so smart and good at living life. And you know what? <laughs> I just need I need a second tweet explaining a little bit more because I I I. I Goblined out on Elden Ring. I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert, you know, that my analysis is perfect. I, I don't get it. I don't understand what he's doing here, even unless, like, his assistants set things up specifically to make him look stupid. That's the only thing that mm. might make sense. No, he, he tweeted this. He tweeted out, like, a verbal explanation of what his, his loadout was. And, like, to be honest, it didn't sound nearly as bad as this actually looks like looking at it he was like oh i do a i do an intelligence dex build and i'm yeah that's pretty common like honestly and i didn't understand the full implications of what he was saying in that first post until i saw hmm. the actual loadout i'm like what the fuck is wrong with this idiot yeah i cannot stress this enough um this man is heavy rolling oh yes oh fuck i forgot the most important the most important fact is that he has 67.2 out of a total 68.8 load 
like total <laughs> equipment load. He is heavy loaded. He is slow as fuck because it decreases your run speed, and he's heavy rolling. What the fuck is this build? Like he's 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 trying to make up for his like bad vigor and like increased damage from his glinstone crown and uh, sword seal with like one of the plus the plus one um, life amulet, but he's not tanky. He's not like a tank build and he's he's so fucking slow even though he's got like I mean he says it's a dex build. He's got 25 dex. That is pretty pathetic. Yeah, it's it's a sorcery caster that he's just he realized Moonvale was OP and he is bad at the game so he's like oh I just need a bit of dex to use it. <laughs> um I know it's offensive. It's just wild to me Uniquely. that it, it, if you want to wear heavy stuff just you can put you can put your points in endurance. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, use the, the fucking, like, the arsenal charm. I use that one because I want to use the giant pizza cutter and a golden great shield. So I don't fucking fat roll. There's the erg tree charm that gives you, like, HP and, and endurance and the carry weight. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of options. So many yeah. options, and he went with none of them. Yeah. Listen, as the resident Souls game expert, um, women really dig that. Uh, you oh, should yeah. not be having 38 mind when you have 31 vigor. That's disgusting. You should not be heavy rolling. You fucking ever, unless you have a very specific sort of build that this guy does not have. Um, you should not be using the sore seal when you're over level 100, because the the stat returns you're getting compared to the extra damage you're taking is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You could have Googled a build and and not shamed yourself. Uh, and I hope this man uh, dies. It's it's nuts. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Okay, so the the true highlight of this for me is uh, observant viewers will notice that uh, this is a photo of his um, like TV screen or something he's taken with his. Phone. Oh yeah, it's not a screenshot. <laughs> so um, uh, what's that about, uh, tech genius boy? I believe that was a. Uh... Master Blastoise. Oh yeah, uh, Master Blastoise ups. pointing out that the fucking this is supposed tech genius yeah. is taking screenshots of their fucking laptop to show us his fucking. I don't understand why that's so common. Like so many people just don't understand that there's like a print screen function built into yeah. Windows. The more we get of this guy's interior life, the more we realize he barely knows how to use a computer and is at a, a tech level equivalent to like your dad. Exactly. Getting any view into his personal life is deeply upsetting. Yeah. Well, there was that uh, one reporter that was talking about how years and years ago he, he tried to report about how Tesla, there's no path for Tesla to ever be profitable. Mm -hmm. And it was just basically a description of how over like five years, Elon Musk like did so many personal attacks on him and saw how that like drove Tesla so much that he, he now has to kind of like backpedal on his reporting a little bit and just be like, no, it's all about Elon Musk. He's just this weird freak who is just constantly lying and being aggressive to people whenever anyone is slightly like against him. So yeah, I, I think I saw that thread. That was quite an interesting one. Um, if I can find it. I maybe link it in the episode description. Anyway, are we ready to move on from what is arguably the worst fucking build? Mm, yes. Ellen Ring? Okay, so here's our next bit. Coming to us from the quartering, 
discussion with a wife as she watches, quote, our father. One of the women found out it was her father who was actually her OBGYN. My wife was grossed out. I was like, dot, dot. Actually, if someone is handling my sack slash dong, a prostate exam on me, I prefer it was my dad. Who agrees? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. Uh, oh, disagree, homie. Yeah. Um. I mean, if we're just agree, disagree, hard disagree. Let's move on. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Holy fucking um, shit. Fuck me. The the quartering just being like, I'd rather have fun if out of anyone I could have put their finger in my butt. It should be my dad. The quartering is always Fuck. the best with his his weird little off the cuff things when he hasn't real researched what's what's normal mm-hmm. for his brand or whatever. You just like 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 they're just being like I did not involved in the conversation and quote tweeting that guy talking about Hitler going like okay here we go and just be like what are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, what's going the, on here? The fucking Hitler one. I wish I wish. Check it finally. Let me see. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> the tweet where someone is just, is just like, not he's not in this conversation thread. Like, Michael uh, Giacchino is responding to uh, at Fung9, fuck Hitler, and quarter quote tweets it with like, and there we have it, dot, dot, dot. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we're we're disrespecting the Führer today. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it is just like, well, come on, you know, it's just so SJW to, <laughs> you know, virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, no. Most of these freaks have the sense to like not do that. <laughs> I, I love that there's a brand of quartering video. There's there's an interaction that will happen where he'll say something stupid and somebody like. David Hayter or John Boyega or somebody is just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do not use my name, you piece of shit. And, <laughs> and then he'll just be like, oh, SJW is epically owned. And then he just like does 15 minutes of you about how, uh, you know, he was insulted for being unpleasant. And I really mm-hmm. love that for him. I really love that about him. Uh, I've got a couple more things that I found while Google image searching his stupid name. Um, <laughs> so apparently Angry Joe dunked on him at one point, <laughs> which I would not, I did not expect Angry Joe, you know, Angry Joe strikes me as the type who stays out of politics. Yeah. Um, he, here he is like dunking on the quartering. <laughs> I don't even know what this originally tweet was, but he's basically making fun of him for like just sucking Trump's dick. And then the, the next tweet is, <laughs> Kay, will you uh, read this one? Oh, uh, the one where he says communism has killed 94 million more people than Hitler. (laughs) Yeah, now that's an awful specific number, isn't it? I'd really like to get a breakdown (laughs) of uh, just just the whole sheet. Um, This the PDF. Give us the sheet. I like how it in that num in that number like. Uh, you know, this is like what Gulag Archipelago or whatever, that infamous book or the Black Book of Communism was that it? Yeah, that was the one where they were trying. They were like just including like 
Nazi soldiers who died in World War II and stuff, and just trying to get high enough. I fucking love that because they include German soldiers and Soviet soldiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> anything they can think of to... Because the whole project was they need to have a higher body count so we can minimize mm -hmm. the Holocaust. Like, it's it's a Nazi project. It, and 100%. Uh, people like this love to uh, just cite it. Like it's just it's like if you, if you died of dysentery in Poland, like, you are a victim of communism. Yeah. So Jeremy Hanley just continuing to be just one of the most alarming internet cryptids there is. Just saying. really upsetting. The amount that he puts out is upsetting. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty upsetting, and, and it is just a wonderful just seeing a, a new, a new banger from the quartering. It's been so long since we've had one that was this stupid and funny at the same time. Usually, it's just <laughs> stupid. I I would like to posit a quick theory about how we actually came to that number. Um, so. Uh, uh, approximately six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust, and right. I think that he started from just a nice round hundred thousand or a uh, hundred million, rather, that he pulled out of his ass, uh, and forgot that there was another um, ten million odd uh, victims of the Holocaust. <laughs> he just he remembered He's, one of the numbers uh, and subtracted, and just subtracted it. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think happened. I He's think a smart right. guy. He's uh he's got a big brain. And he he's going to be in the brainland with our our Lord and Savior Bobus Christ. So, and then are we ready to move on to our last bit of? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Salt mine slash cringe binge. This comes to us courtesy of uh, Pokey Pup or at What a Pity on You on Twitter. Um, Basically screenshotting Ian Miles Chong. I can't fucking look at Ian Miles Chong's tweets anymore, and it makes me sad because he blocked me. That's fucking silence. That's, come on, free speech, yeah, please? A crumb speech. of it, huh, Ian? Exactly. How am I supposed to <laughs> run my podcast where I make fun of you for being an idiot? Yeah. This is a small me? business. <laughs> yeah. What, Ian what, Miles Chong. And you hate businesses. Yeah, so I have to rely on... Uh, I have to rely on my mutuals like Pokepup to, to direct me to the stupidest things that this person says because I, I can no longer view them. Um, but anyway, Ian Miles Chong is quote-tweeting Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez and she's saying 10k means tested for forgiveness is just enough to anger the people against it and the people who need forgiveness the most. And this mother, this dumb motherfucker is saying, pay your own debts. I have never been in debt, and I'll be damned if I have to pay for someone else. And uh, Pokepup <laughs> makes the great observation that you don't fucking live here. <laughs> he has fully, like, transplanted his consciousness into, like, a, a, a fake American that he's made. To, I, to I don't think he's into. ever been to the United States. No, he, well, he's got a lot to say about it. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> it's so funny when he talks about it. They, whenever people get him to respond about his own government he's like it's boring i don't pay attention to it yeah it's <laughs> so fucking weird well i, I guess it's that he doesn't make money talking about it yeah <laughs> he's he's like the most desperately pathetic person i think i know of and i think one of his most pathetic aspects is his the way that he cosplays being american it's so uh, like transparently obvious that he he just wants to be American. 
for some reason that I can't comprehend. A as an American, anyone who wants to be one of us is, is immediately suspect. I've got a couple more things I want to share. So continuing on this thread of him pretending to be American, he quote tweeted that like viral tweet that was going around about uh, the Poland LARP group that role plays contemporary Americans. Um, oh, yeah. like the pictures from like the Ohio set and Ian Miles Chong quote tweets and says they don't look like any Americans I've ever seen it's just like <laughs> it's like mother motherfucker you are Malaysian you don't go here you don't it's live pretty here good. it's pretty good I gotta say um, Fuck me. I, I like that they made the fattest guy be the cop um, 10 out of 10 yeah they know what's With, up um, but I would say that it's just there's you get the Scandinavian vibe from them. Like they can't, they're, you can tell somewhere deep down that they have health care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty good. Just like they looking at it. have never seen the sun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. These Polish people have far too much health rating from them to be actual Americans. Yeah, they're Polish. They even have this fucking dipshit being like is just trying to steal American valor. Maybe not. I just I'm sure. I just assume everywhere has more healthcare than the United States. I mean, almost That's certainly. Like bet. it can't be worse. Not even yeah. like sight unseen. I can guarantee that Poland has like probably some kind of universal healthcare or universal or like uh, state paid for health insurance. Um, I wonder how the healthcare is in Malaysia. Probably pretty good. Shame we don't know of anyone from there. No, yeah, no, we don't. Yeah. Can't ask anyone. Don't know <laughs> With a, he'll just respond like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's cool. To All Cobra Brights are free. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's a reference to when he had a Cobra in his yard. That was such a funny, fucking funny session. I think that's in a previous episode. So just watch through all of them and tell us which one. Every time we reference anything in the past, you have to listen to all the episodes. Mm -hmm. exactly. Except for the ones we've memory hold. Mm -hmm. Correct. All right. Don't, so don't talk to us about those. Here's his excuse for like why he's obsessed with fucking American taxes. I still have to pay a tax on all US-based income though, so congratulations on wasting 30% of my income on your gender studies degree. That would actually be based as fuck. I would love to waste Ian Miles Chong's fucking income. <laughs> That'd be so good. It's probably, honestly, it, so many more people could use a gender studies degree. Not, not zero bits here. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Ian Miles Chong, his second tweet is, it's actually mind-blowing how little leftists care about how the taxes people pay to the U.S. government are spent. And uh, PokePup makes another great point in that this guy's listed in the fucking Panama Papers. I don't think he's paying taxes. <laughs> no, if you're in those papers, odds are you are either uh, avoiding taxes or involved in money laundering. And I couldn't possibly say which of those uh, he's doing for legal reasons. I am 100% certain that Jeffrey Epstein has given Ian Miles Chong a swirly at some point. <laughs> like, I can't come on my fucking plane, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's too lame for the pedophile island he can't get in <laughs> I mean that seems to be the case That's my favorite my personal favorite Ian Miles Strong memory was him calling um, Milo Yiannopoulos a bitch because Milo Yiannopoulos was like I don't gotta pay you Oh, yeah. uh, you're, not, you're not somebody who could <laughs> the only time I think I've ever actually seen Ian Miles Chong like 
actively upset is the time that, like, he got fucked over. For his incel corner money. Yeah, Milo didn't fucking pay him. That was amazing. That was such a great... Yeah. That was a great time to be on Twitter on. Yeah. And, and, you know, oh. like, say what you will about Milo Yiannopoulos. Great call. My, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Strong is somebody that you can push around and have no consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, I think that that is just about the sum of the stuff that we've got for this episode. And we're reaching uh, an hour and 16 minutes. So I think it's about time we wrap things up. Mm-hmm. All right, Reese, where can people find you online and your great online content? Online? You can find me at your very good bud on Twitter. Good. Okay, Kay, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Kay and Skittles, and you uh, are required, in fact, to watch my YouTube channel, uh, also called Kay and Skittles. Uh, do it. Uh, and you can find me at 8alton8 on Twitter. And on twitch.tv slash Alton8, where you can follow me and watch all the great streams that I have, including uh, a lot of Celasta and a lot of Jackbox Party Pack with the members of the Vkatwito Discord, who are absolutely insane and probably going to be arrested by the FSB for Minecraft crimes. I want you to follow me on Twitch for whatever reason, after ignoring Twitch as a thing... For literal years, I have decided that it is my ambition to blow up on Twitch, and I don't know why. I think it's because um, while Reese was taking a hiatus from the podcast, I, I needed to focus on solo projects, and now I've, I've just decided that I'm obsessed with becoming the world's biggest Twitch streamer. So I want everyone listening to follow me, special guests Kay and Skittles and Reese, who are great. I cannot wait to beef with... Uh... Hassan Piker. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> um, Starting big beefs with Hassan Piker. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go down to his uh, fifteen million dollar LA home, to his diamond encrusted uh, mm-hmm. Jaguar, uh, and he's just gonna beat the living shit out of us. Just rip us <laughs> limb from limb. I I really want to start a beef with Hassan Piker by just repeatedly calling him Greek. Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, I guess uh, that's a to be continued. To be continued. We'll see with the saga of Hassan Piker beating up the members of Vigatwato. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So you can find our podcast Twitter at uh, Vigatwato. You can find our website at videogamesoftheworst.pinecast.co with all our episodes. You can also find us on you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pogacast, Raider Republic, and a bunch of other shit. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash where $1 a month gets you access to all of our premium goodies, including our Jeffrey Epstein podcast and Mountain Dew Horror Stories and a lot of other good stuff. And we're, gonna, we're starting production on more content for our dedicated Patreon supporters. So look a British Memorial, that. I think, is one that should be slept on. I think that's a funny one. It's pretty good. So anyway, until next time, thank you all for listening. Bye-bye.